Welcome to What Healthy Couples Know That You Don't, a podcast dedicated to helping you create the relationship you truly want. And now, here's your host, licensed psychotherapist, Rhoda Mills Summer. Thanks for stopping by. You are listening to Sadism and Masochism is All Too Ordinary in Relationships, as demonstrated in the movie Whiplash. Fifty Shades of Grey doesn't hold a candle to the S&M presented in Whiplash. Watch the drops of blood bounce on the cymbals and the tops of the drums. Whiplash is a marvelous and revealing film of what it means to be unhealthy and destructive in relationships. I see a lot of relationships involving emotional sadism and masochism, though it is something we want to remain oblivious to. It's easier to pretend that it is not what's happening. The masochist is held hostage emotionally in believing they are unworthy, and the sadist is determined to prove how unworthy they are. It is a distorted and deeply emotionally dangerous relationship. Too often couples hold each other hostage in an unhealthy pattern as a kooky way to hold their own insides together and make sense of life. The movie gives us a window into a very exaggerated version. Ordinary people are more expertly subtle in their willingness to manipulate or to be manipulated. I believe the masochist likes thinking of themselves as the good one who is heroic. And the sadist is in love with their own very high expectations. Wouldn't the world be a better place if we all had high expectations, they say to themselves. This is illustrated beautifully in Whiplash. Neither of them examine themselves and both feel misunderstood while blaming the other. J.K. Simmons got an Oscar for his role as the statistic professor who adores power. He is oblivious to his ruthlessness. He plays with the drummer student as if he is a cat with a mouse. It's amazing to watch. He enjoys indulging his relentless resentments and dumps anyone in the band that he believes will interfere with winning because teaching does not even exist as a goal. The professor does not recognize he keeps capriciously moving the goalposts. He only sees himself as having high standards, even when he pays a high price for what he does to students. He demonstrates a remarkable ability to change the story of the damage he has done. He so blissfully uses denial to ignore the very real consequences that impact two people. Denial truly is the most powerful force in the universe. It is more powerful than love or hate. It's important to understand the masochist likes the ease of blaming the sadist, which ignores their own culpability. As long as the masochist stays stuck in the simplicity of the sadist is the bad guy, not me, then nothing changes. 
The masochist student colludes in the process of being hurt by going along with ridiculous standards because he has an inner drive to do more and more and more until he fails, which is of course inevitable because he is human. When he does fail, he then confirms his own inner fragility by proving he is disappointing. The sadist professor is so rigid that he sets himself up to constantly be disappointed. He is very entitled and impossible to satisfy. He is selfish and not caring because he uses any flimsy excuse to dump a musician he has deemed as less than worthy, reminding everyone else you must come to heal, do exactly as I demand. The sadist is fragile because of their constant disappointment, which feeds resentments and inner fragility. Neither is healthy enough to leave the patterns of ugliness behind. Neither is willing to honestly look at themselves, to separate themselves from a relationship that creates misery. Think about how this may play out in your own family in a smaller version. The missing ingredient is respect. Neither the sadist nor the masochist is open to being influenced by the other person. They don't want to grow up and recognize this is a pattern based on insecurities that requires hard work and facing anxieties to have a more healthy relationship. My challenge to you, ask yourself who caters and sees themselves as the good one and who is likely to put up with too much crap like the masochistic drummer? Who demands too much and loves being catered to, like the sadistic professor? We all tilt in one direction or the other. Which direction do you tilt? Remember, the masochist is sure to be disappointing, even though they put up with too much. And the sadist is certain to be constantly disappointed because they want too much. Respecting the differences is not a skill either one has. Thanks for listening. This is Rhoda sharing what I've learned from 35 years of working with couples. I hope you'll subscribe to my podcast. Thank you for listening to What Healthy Couples Know That You Don't. If you have enjoyed the show, please leave a rating and review on iTunes and help get the word out. To learn more or connect with Rhoda, visit therapyideas.net.